Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, we're going to finish today, Bezrat Hashem, the chapter of Klalei Hachsharat Kelim, the rules of koshering our utensils, and Bezrat um, Hashem, next time, we will uh, we'll look at to the actual the actual utensils in the kitchen and going through those uh, based on the rules that we went through. Um, so he writes here in uh, in Chelak Yud Gimel, Halacha Yud Gimel, about Keresh uh, Chituch, um, a cutting board, cutting board me'et, omi plastic, where you have you know you have pl- cutting boards now, uh, chopping boards made out of wood, plastic. He says, Aluli spoke to Amim. These are very much prone to absorb taste of what, whatever you're cutting. Because it's material, what's made out of it absorbs. More than that, also when you are when you're cutting, you're incising on the board, you're creating grooves that allow the, the taste to, to penetrate. It's important to separate your cutting boards to have one that is uh, dairy and one that is meat. If someone wants to cut food from two uh, from one uh, meat and milk, so um, so have one that is. Uh, you know, if, if you want to cut tomatoes and you want to have, let's say, uh, you put the tomatoes in a dairy uh, in a dairy dish or meat dish, then have a parv one. Omnam bediavad, nevertheless, bediavad, im chatchu yerakot al kesh chituk besari shenikru oto etev veirvu otam betavshil chalavia tavshil kasher. If you were to cut vegetables on a wooden chopping board, but that chopping board was was cleaned very well, um, and and that those vegetables were mixed in a dairy dish. Then the tafshil is kasher bediavad. After the fact, you don't have to worry about uh, any meat flavor going in there. Kasher chotchim al keshchi achituch machalim charifim. When you're cutting on the board, uh, spicy sharp foods. We spoke about this last time. Kebatzel, kebatzal v'shum like um, like uh, onions and garlic. Mipene charifutam. Because of their spiciness and their sharpness, when they're placed on the board, they're able to pull out more more flavor. To the point that if the uh, the platter, the meat platter, or whatever it is, the board is besari. The onion will become besari, will become meat, and if it's chalavi, then the onion will become chalavi. Lechatchila, lechatchila, yesh lachush le'da'atam. And lechatchila, we should worry about this shita, that the onion and the garlic and the spicy peppers have the ability to pull much stronger than other foods. V'imchatchu batzal al keresh chituch chalavi naki, and that if you were to cut onions on a dairy cutting board, 
ובטעות עירבו אותו בתבשיל בשרי, ואז אקסידנטלי הוא מיקס עם מיט אש, שלא היה בו פי שישים כנגד הבצל, ואז הוא לא היה שישים כנגד הבצל, יש לאשור את התבשיל הבשרי באכילה, You basically put in dairy onion, milk onions into this meat dish and you don't have 60 times. Shema de Chabatzal nichnas botam halav. So that's lechatkhila the way we should follow uh, when, uh, when dealing with uh, onions and garlic. Ubishat adchak, in times of pressing need, korzman shemistaber she'en efsharut lehargish betavshil abesari itam achalav, efshar lehachshit atavshil. If you're sure that, um, that you're not going to taste The, uh, the, the, the dairy, the milk in, that, that was absorbed in the onion, we could be machshir, the, the pot of food that you made. You know, shahat uh, atchak usually means you made a very, very large amount of uh, food. We're not talking about a, a small little thing where it easily could be made again. Um, or, you know, you have guests and what, whatnot, and, you know, you're, you're really stuck for a situation. You know, you, you found out that the, the, the onions that you put at the bottom of your uh, pot roast that was cooking for uh, five hours... Uh, was on a dairy cutting board and, you know, we could allow it. Um, but if it's something very small that, that will take you 10 minutes to make another dish, then maybe we shouldn't, that's not called shatat chak. Magash chituch mizechuchit o mimatechet, a glass cutting board or a metal cutting board, eno bolea polete amim, does not absorb or emit taste. Velachen afilu imu besari o halavi, Even if it's meat or milk, if it's clean properly, like we've been saying all in the past, you're allowed, you can put their par foods, even if it's kharif, um, uh, metal and glass cutting boards, um, are, uh, don't, don't have that ability to emit the taste like the wooden ones and the plastic ones do. Okay, his last piece over here, it speaks about Um, mixing spoons, which uh, is often, uh, you know, could be problems. Asur le'arveb tavshil besari bekaf matechet chalavit. You're not allowed to mix a, uh, a meat uh, stew or a meat dish with a metal uh, dairy knife, a dairy uh, spoon. V'chen asur le'arveb tavshil chalavit bekaf matechet besari. And you're also not allowed to mix a dairy dish with a meat metal spoon. If he made a mistake and he did so, if the spoon was clean, we can say that the tafshil is kasher, is kosher. Because like we said, nowadays, the metal nowadays, we don't have, the, does not emit uh, any taste. However, we have to kosher now the spoon, and that is koshered with hagala, which is the process of dipping into boiling water, which we're going to speak more about, you know, in the next, in the next section. Um, because you're using it on, on, uh, on a dish that is sitting on the fire cooking. Because this spoon was used for um, a hot dairy, hot milk, and as well for hot, uh, hot meat. Asur le'arev bekaf chalavit tavshil parve. You're not allowed to mix a, a dairy spoon, um, a parv, a parv dish that is cooked in a meat pot. Okay, so you have three items here. So you're 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 making mashed potatoes, okay, parv mashed potatoes in a meat pot, 
and you're using a dairy spoon. Okay? You can't do so. V'chen asur le'arev. We spoke about that you could cook. The, the mashed potatoes itself is not a problem. Okay? To cook in the, that's not barnat teheter. We spoke about that yesterday. Um, but to take a dairy spoon and to stir the mashed potatoes, which are parv, but they're being cooked in a meat pot, you can't do. Same the opposite, okay? It's a dairy pot with mashed potatoes, you can't take a meat spoon. If you made a mistake, the tafshil is kosher. But in this case, the spoon does not require koshering because it wasn't being, it wasn't stirring its opposite mean, the opposite type. It was just stirring something parv. A metal pot that you're cooking meat, and a little bit of milk falls on the uh, you know your son or daughter's pouring cereal, it splashes, and the and the milk lands on the sides of the pot, on the walls of the pot, not inside, on the wall on the sides. Your meat that's in your your pot is kosher. But the pot now is, needs to be koshered, okay, uh, with, with uh, hagala. Nishpach rotev taref rotach arsir matechet ozechuchit kasher kar. What happens if you have, and oh, by the way, the reason for the previous halakha is because you have, the pot in itself is, is hot and cooking, okay? It's on the stove. So therefore, even if milk touches it, you have to kosher the pot now. Your food is still kosher because you, you know, you got you drop of milk, you got six, side, no, side, side. Wow. Okay? You got you to kosher because it's on the thing. Now, Nishpach Rotev Taref, his last halakha says, if treif um, sauce uh, that is hot falls or spills, al sirma techet o zechuchit kasher kar, it falls on a a, a cold metal or glass pot. You don't need to kosher the whole thing because that again that, that the pot itself wasn't hot. You can kosher it through pouring hot water on the spot that the treif rotev uh, sauce landed on. Because the pot itself was cold and you just had a little bit of sauce that landed in this one little area, so you don't have to dip the whole thing in, in boiling water, just pour boiling water on that spot. If you have boiling milk that fell on a, a metal pot or, or a glass pot that was cold, the same law would apply that just by taking hot water and pouring it on the space, on the place that it uh, uh, fell, that would be enough to kosher. So, Bezat Hashem, uh, next time we'll, we'll continue with uh, some more, more explanation about Hagalah and Libun and so on and so forth, and more specific cases uh, in koshering uh, items in our kitchen. Okay.